At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host on the East Coast, live from Boston, Josh Applebaum. Josh, how are you? Pritch, I'm doing great. Happy Monday. Another big week in the arena, Pritch. And we got a lot to talk about because what an epic weekend it was, Pritch. Your Broncos <laughs> coming up bigly for the team. That's right. Sharp move, dog to favorite at Minnesota. I texted you that one. That was a, a beautiful one there. But Really, the takeaway for me, Pritch, we'll, we'll dive into it throughout the next two hours and uh, obviously looking at some week two NFL preseason numbers that are on the move as we speak. So a lot of games to break down. Talk to our buddy Ben Fox later in the show. But Pritch, the biggest takeaway for me, unders, unders, mm-hmm. unders, unders. Saturday, unders went nine and one. We had hit on uh, kind of just the importance of betting unders early in the preseason where you have a lot of vanilla offenses. Really, teams are not playing uh, really to win. They're not, you know, throwing deep balls. It's very conservative play calling. You have a lot of backups in there. So seeing unders go nine and one on Saturday, if you, you know, kind of uh, honed in on that trend, you had a great day. And then Pritch, some numbers right now, preseason unders now 14 and three so far this preseason. They're now 231 and 166. That's a 58.2% win rate here since 2014. If you layer on some additional factors here, you look at quote unquote high preseason totals. 37 or higher. Uh, they were 6-0 and so far this preseason. They're now 61% since 2014. Then also, unders when both teams missed the playoffs the previous year. 
62%. So, uh, Pritch, your Broncos came up bigly and unders, my friend. It was great to sweat unders this weekend. It was great uh, having football back. Uh, great to bet on it as well. Uh, I'll be transparent here. I was on the Broncos right when they arrived in Minnesota for those joint practices. It pays to follow uh, the beat writers, Josh. And then also some of the information we talked about on the show too all last week. Uh, I sat on that bet up until kickoff uh, between the Broncos uh, and the Vikings. Yeah, Pritch, you hit the nail on the head. You know, we always talk about, you know, preseason betting. I think a lot of your friends might look at you, you know, sideways and say, you're betting NFL preseason? You're crazy. Mm -hmm. Games don't matter. They're not trying. You know, don't, don't waste your money on a long shot here. However, information-based betting, we talk about this quite a bit. Sharps love preseason because, number one, the odds makers are up against it. It's very difficult to set these numbers with a lot of, you know, question marks of who's going to play, who isn't. But, Pritch, you hit the nail on the head. Information, getting uh, – there's a tweet that came out, and I want to give a shout-out to Mitch and Pauly in the morning. I saw mm -hmm. their breakdown of this. There's a tweet that came out from a beat reporter. Follow these beat reporters. They said uh, before the game started that Zimmer wasn't going to play anybody. We knew that there's a quarterback competition there in Buffalo – or, sorry, uh, with the Broncos there, where we do have still slightly Drew Locke minus 130 over Teddy Two Gloves. But that, that kind of perfect storm of one team's not going to play anyone, the other team has a competition in the quarterback where they're going to try pretty hard – Boom, you know, hit the Broncos there. Look at these big line moves, but you're totally right. Information is key in preseason. If you can jump on these numbers before the sports books adjust, you're in a really good spot beating closing numbers. I know I was conflicted too because uh, Paul Allen, uh, who was doing the broadcast there, he was talking about Jerry Judy uh, out there lined up with Drew Locke. And I'm like, okay, at one point I'm thinking, why is Judy out there? But then I'm high-fiving uh, everybody because I got to bet on it. I'm like, yeah, keep Judy in the game as long as possible. Hamler as well. Uh, light up the scoreboard if you can. I thought the Denver Broncos, uh, the information I got uh, was poised to do that. Uh, they ran the ball well, uh, hearing great things about Mike Munchak, too, and what he's doing with that offensive line. Uh, a lot of backups out there for Denver in terms of their offensive line, but they're deep, though, Josh. And uh, I tell you, that's a roster to keep your eye on in terms of Vic Fangio, 0-7, as he starts in the month of September as a head coach with the Broncos. He wants to rectify that. Uh, and then, you know, this quarterback competition. I hate him. Uh, I think they're setting up Drew Locke to win that job, but we'll see. I think Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves, is going to get to start in next game yeah I, Pritch, I agree with you we talk about a great roster there and you know the, the quarterback is kind of the one question mark here will it be drew lock will it be teddy two gloves drew lock still this minus 130 favorite probably a higher ceiling younger player that maybe you are thinking you can build around whereas teddy two gloves lower ceiling but also a lower floor a guy you can kind of mm -hmm. count on more not to win you every game but also not lose any games and also uh, cover a ton of numbers here Pritch, that eight and a half win total with denver looked pretty good i don't want to overreact too much to right. you know preseason game here but Eight and a half, juiced up over minus 130. This could be a nine and eight team. And I would just say Denver at Seattle, Saturday night, Pritch, 10 o'clock game. Big move here to the Broncos. They went, I think they opened like minus three. They're all the way up to like minus five, minus six. Mm -hmm. So a lot of implications here. Week one, looking to week two in the preseason. Yeah, we'll get to Seattle. Seattle was not ready for week one in the preseason. Not ready at all. I wonder if Pete Carroll will address that in a week of practice as they tune up uh, for the Broncos. But a lot of takeaways, great takeaways right there, Josh, uh, for week one in the preseason. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host live out there in Boston, Josh Applebaum. And, and Josh, uh, week one, preseason, some impressions, uh, some insight for sure. Uh, but a chance that I believe to cash tickets more so than evaluate what we're going to see in a regular season. And we'll get to that because just not a lot of starters uh, are playing. A lot of uh, emphasis are put is put on joint practices right now between uh, 
franchises. So uh, we'll get to that information in a little bit, too. But let's get to this. The Colts defeated the Panthers uh, 21-18. Uh, Indy closed minus three. That total was 32. Uh, your impressions of that game, because we might see one of those two quarterbacks start the season for the Colts. Yeah, so I think kind of not not a bad start here for Colts backers. I mean, no, let's talk about the line here. Number one, it opened minus two uh, with, with Indianapolis Colts at home. Shot up to minus three. Ended up pushing if you had the minus three. And this is one thing I look to, Pritch, just kind of a nugget here to take moving forward. I like money lining these these mm-hmm. spots, these favorites, instead of laying the points. Because, you know, if you, lay, if you get it early, the minus two, minus two and a half, you know, you cover because you win by three there with a late field goal. But the whole point there is relate to the party and just crazy things happen with missed kicks, safeties, all kinds of stuff. I go money line in these spots. So if you money line Indy, you won the bet. If you're late to minus three, you pushed. Uh, I would say Jacob Eason showed a little, you know, a little bit of a flash there, Pritch. Sam Ellinger, though, the guy that you, I'll give you credit. You <laughs> highlighted this guy. He looked pretty decent out there. He threw, threw an interception, but um, almost like just that that mobile quarterback, tough running quarterback. I mean, there are opportunities here, and I'm sweating my, you know, my, my Colts money line. They're down big, and this guy's making you know, third and six, and he scrambles for 12 yards. I mean, this guy looked pretty decent overall. You know, the one thing um, mentioned here as well with the Colts uh, in Carolina, you know, that was an under that was pretty sharp as well, 34 down to 33 and a half. I was a bit surprised by uh, that thing going over because you did have a lot of under trends there. But, uh, Pritch, what, what, what was your take there on, on the Colts? You know, if we have uh, Carson Wentz here out, which, again, they're saying he may play week one, but, yeah. again, the initial diagnosis was five to 12 weeks. Would you be comfortable with this win total with the Colts maybe going over if you got to start with Eason or Ellinger? I need to see more. Uh, I think they did some good things and, and some decent football from both quarterbacks for sure. Are they ready for week one against Seattle? No, but then Seattle's not ready for week one either right now. <laughs> so it kind of balances it out in my mind right now when I'm looking ahead. But I hope the Colts do not rush back Carson Wentz because, again, he's a high-risk player. Uh, and certainly you don't want to rush him back. Our states talked about him not playing until he He's 100%, which is smart. Uh, but then also, also the offensive line, too. They're banged up as well. So I wonder how the Colts are going to approach uh, week one. Uh, but they have to get both of these guys ready. I, I, I look for significant improvement between game one and game two with Easton uh, and certainly Ellinger because uh, they, they have some qualities. But are they ready to be week one starters in the league right now? No. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you, Pritch. You know, I'm looking at uh, a couple things right now. Looking at that next game for Indianapolis, they're going to go to Minnesota. Minnesota was a team, you know, we were talking about what a great cover and win it was with the Broncos. Didn't have to sweat that one at all. Minnesota played no one. Didn't didn't really look mm-hmm. very good. Didn't look very competitive overall. That was kind of a blowout. Ironically, Pritch, that was the one lost under. Nine and one on Saturday. The one <laughs> losing play was that Denver game. Uh, so it's kind of a rough one there. But overall, Pritch, you know, what I did notice, and again, take it with a grain of salt. You know, the board is lighting up right now for all these week two preseason games. And, and you know, again, I look at early moves, kind of tells me maybe pros have a number in their head. Maybe they're, the odds makers are off here. Or maybe they have a source that, hey, we're going to play everyone. This, this other team's not going to play any of their starters, that sort of thing. But early on, Indy at Minnesota, Pritch, maybe maybe keep an eye on Minnesota here. You know, this game opened at a pick em, uh, right down the middle, and now it's minus one or even minus one and a half. With, uh, with Minnesota here. So maybe Zimmer, a guy who actually is really good historically, mm-hmm. ATS in the preseason. I think he's the third best ATS preseason coach uh, behind Harbaugh and behind John Gruden. Uh, but maybe Minnesota plays more guys. Maybe uh, they got a little more uh, motivation here to right. not, not put a performance like last time out there again. Keep an eye on Minnesota. That If that creeps up to minus one and a half, minus two, 
I think that could be a sharp spot to sweat the Vikings. In. As we look to uh, catch tickets, Josh, in the preseason two, look for coaches' comments. Uh, very telling to me. Uh, so let's get to some right now. Not only Zimmer, uh, certainly what you're mentioning with Minnesota, but uh, how about Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, both threw an interception for the Saints. Uh, Peyton did not like the performance. He said a whopping six turnovers. It doesn't really matter who's the quarterback uh, at this point for the Saints. Uh, so, Josh, when you look at it uh, right now for the Saints and looking ahead to their next preseason matchup, uh, they're going to have to address a lot of issues. I think one of them uh, is just getting over Drew Brees. Uh, it's not going to look the same. It's not Drew Brees out there. You, you have to coach up guys now, Sean Payton. Uh, in particular, you have to ch- uh, coach up uh, Taysom Hill, uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, who's ever going to be your quarterback? Make sure that they are the right quarterback for this offense. This offense out of sync right now. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And by the way, you know, losing that game there, uh, one of the greatest, uh, you know, well, maybe not a well-kept secret anymore uh, is the Ravens. I think they've won now 17 straight preseason <laughs> games, and they're like a ridiculous number here, and they did it again, even though they had, the line actually did move to the Saints there uh, prior to that matchup. But, Pritch, I think you're, you're hitting the nail on the head with this one because um, I think this is kind of a situation where, you know, obviously we do have Jameis Winston the favorite to take uh, first snap of week one. Uh, but what we're seeing here, and he's minus 190, is that I think this could be a get-right spot for the Saints, their up next upcoming game. So this is on the 23rd uh, coming up there, Pritch. That's a money, I think, I believe it's a Monday night spot. Um, but that game opened New Orleans against Jacksonville. New Orleans, a three-point favorite. It immediately shot up to four. So we do, we remember Jacksonville. That was actually a sharp move that did not come through over mm-hmm. the weekend. Jaguars against the Browns. They look totally overmatched. And uh, Pritch, I'm starting to rethink my thought process here, where at the beginning, I'm like, these, these rookie head coaches, they want, got a lot to prove. They're going to play well and, and want to rest and play their guys. Uh, it could be the other way. These guys might be overmatched. Dan Campbell screwing up the clock, Sirianni, <laughs> all these other guys. So I got to rethink my whole uh, strategy here. But um, I do think New Orleans maybe just says, hey, get right spot. Peyton is putting a lot of pressure on these guys to play better. They immediately shoot up minus three to minus four against Jacksonville. Uh, that could be a spot where maybe they play pretty well and try to prove something there. So, again, to your point, listen to the coaches they're mm-hmm. going to tell you this is like there are no secrets in preseason they're going to come up and tell you exactly what they're thinking because they really don't have much to lose you know you get to the regular season they're not going to give you anything because they don't want to give any edge out uh to the, to the opponent or bulletin board material anything like that but to your point you know again these quarterbacks didn't look great they want to put, put forth a better performance already new orleans minus three to minus four against jackson yeah we're looking at odds right now will james winston take the first snap uh for the saints this year the yes minus 185 the no plus 140 uh, i believe he will too I, I believe sean payton wants winston to have the job uh Taysom hill he's too careless uh, I, I don't think his mechanics uh, are set to throw the football 25 to 30 times a game either uh james winston is going to be the quarterback or unless he loses it uh but yet how does Sean Payton come up with an offense that's catered towards Winston? Uh, and, and again, moving away from Drew Brees, they're not the same quarterback. Yeah, Pritch, I totally agree with you. You know, on the board, we're looking at all these different odds here. Jameis Winston, minus 185. I like that bet, you know, to, to mm-hmm. be the week one starter. And remember, it's not just the week one starter. It's take the first snap. My only, you know, concern there, Pritch, is what if Sean Payton does some gadget play right. where, you know, Taysom Hill lines up in the slot and then he comes back and takes – you know, makes makes the first snap under center. That's the only thing you're worried about a little bit. But uh, yeah, looking at that number already, Green Bay at New Orleans. Remember, that was New Orleans minus three with all the Aaron Rodgers stuff. It's now completely flipped to minus three Packers there. Uh, so we'll see how this thing develops. But uh, again, across the board, it's pretty. It stayed pretty pretty straight here uh, with uh, with Jameis Winston around minus 185. And I think that's the way you want to go, Pritch. This guy was able to 
hold the clipboard, you know, play behind or sit behind Breeze and learn a lot of stuff here. Uh, and I just think Taysom Hill, he's got to prove that he can be an every down quarterback in this mm-hmm. league. You know, um, again, he, he's great in spurts, but can he take, you know, 50 snaps in a game? I think Jameis, you have a little more of a comfort level with uh, just with the experience in the NFL versus Taysom Hill, uh, more of kind of a trick type player. Uh, nothing against him. He's good at what he does. But if you're going to, uh, you know, hand over the ball from Breeze to the next QB, I'm looking at Winston here, not Taysom Hill. Yeah, they both uh, threw a pick. Uh, Hill should have had two picks. Uh, the defender dropped one of them. Uh, so certainly look at that, too, uh, when you look at those two quarterbacks right there for the Saints. How about Vic Fangio, Drew Locke, and Teddy Bridgewater? They both played well. That was a comment from Vic Fangio, noncommittal on either one right now, uh, Josh. So what do you make of that situation right now? Both quarterbacks playing well, pri- primarily because of the offense. The offensive line did a great job. They got their running games uh, started as well. And then, Minnesota just was not ready to play that preseason game either. The backups even. Yeah. So obviously drew lock looked really good Pritch. And again, going up against, uh, you know, guys who might be working at a seven 11 or selling insurance, <laughs> you know, from uh, a few weeks from now, but you know, no offense to them, but I, I just think drew lock makes way too much sense to, to win this job here. So mm-hmm. of all the props we're looking at uh, the QB competitions, I mean, you got a lot of guys that are minus 300 minus 400 dog, you know, dog type players here that are plus 250 plus 350. This is the shortest number, both sides, which I think gives you a lot of value. If you want to go one way or the other, you know, the dog payout on Teddy two gloves is plus 120. So you are getting plus money here. But to me, the value is drew lock only laying a minus 130. I think you, you know what Teddy two gloves is. And if you get in a spot where drew lock struggles or, you know, drew lock, uh, you know, gets hurt or something like that, you have Teddy in your back pocket, you know, you can put him in there and he'll kind of keep you in the game with a good roster. But Drew Locke, the ceiling is much higher, Pritch. This guy's got a big arm. Uh, if he can harness it and put it all together, uh, he's got a much higher ceiling overall. So I mm-hmm. think you're going to want to start with Drew Locke. If things you know, uh, if things get bad, maybe you can go to Teddy Two Gloves. I think it's much harder to start with Teddy and then go to Drew Locke later. I think you want to see what you got with Drew Locke, and that comes with experience and more playing time. I think the minus 130 is a low number. I think that's a really good bet there betting Drew Locke to take first snap of week one at minus 130. Right. They love his arm. I mean, his deep ball accuracy has been the issue, but yet he showed accuracy on the deep ball to Hamler. Uh, he actually threw a nice deep ball to Judy as well uh, in that game as well. So uh, the drop, drop back element too, I think was there for Drew Locke uh, going through progressions, Josh, and, and surveying the defense, not rushing the football, uh, wanting to make sure he delivers an accurate ball as well. But So the play action was working, uh, like Vic Fangio said, because of the running game. So a lot to like right there uh, with the situation with the Denver Broncos. How about Jacksonville? Some people have mixed feelings when it comes to Trevor Lawrence and his performance. I thought it was great, to be honest with you. Uh, Yes, he fumbled uh, on a sack, but I mean, it's preseason. Uh, One, he'll, he'll fix that. Those things, to me, are fixable. Uh, but what you can't coach is what he did and was on display too, driving the ball outside to a spot uh, with a blind uh, sight, not really seeing a receiver, but trusting the receiver to be there. And he was, and they converted for a first down. Uh, and then making a play, being a playmaker too. I thought we saw that from Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and he goes six to nine, 71 yards, 11.8, uh, you know, uh, average here on, on, on distance for throwing the ball. So uh, there's some things to like about a pitch. You know, he did admit he was a little bit nervous before the game. I mm-hmm. found that to be, uh, you know, good, honest, but um, I don't know. I, I, to me with Trevor Lawrence, I think this guy's going to have a great career, but I think he's up against it as a number one pick, a lot of pressure. Uh, and again, the win total six and a half. I think that under is a really good play, fading a rookie coach, fading rookie quarterback. You know, we mentioned a second ago, big money's hitting New Orleans, that Monday night game against Jacksonville, already going you know, three to minus four. It looks like it may even go to four and a half, Pritch. Um, but with Trevor Lawrence, to me, Pritch, I don't know if there's much value uh, betting him to an offensive rookie of the year. 
you know, we did see him dip a little bit. He went from plus 225 to plus 325. We'll get to it later in the show, but Trey Lance has taken a lot of action here okay. uh, for Rookie of the Year in terms of his odds movement. So, um, you know, I could go either way. I, I just think with Lawrence, <laughs> you know, I'm still fully on board with Texans plus three week one. I okay. think that's just a great situational spot where everyone's going to be heavy betting on Jacksonville. When was the last time Jacksonville laid points on the road and was the popular bet with the public? I mean, <laughs> right. you got to go back to Mark Brunel, Pritch. I don't remember the last time that happened, but uh, to me, that's a good buy low spot with the Texans. Again, I'm a big fan of Trevor Lawrence, um, but you have to you have to keep proving it to me. I still like that over 14 and a half interceptions here uh, for, his, for his rookie year. Yeah, I, I thought he played fine, but when it comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars, it, here's a chance, Josh, that Tebow mania kind of fades away. Right. Oh, I mean, you saw that. I mean, I think Tebow mania, mania is about to fade away. Pritch, I'll be honest. I uh, <laughs> I don't have the height, the weight, the athletic ability of Tebow, but I think I could block uh, about as good as Tebow. There were a couple <laughs> of, of missed blocks that, oh my God, it wasn't even close. He got mm-hmm. manhandled on one. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of like in a halfback spot, tried to block someone up front. Not even close. So uh, again, we got to double check in the, in the break. We'll see his props to make the 53 man roster and over under catches and receiving yards and all that. Uh, but just from on Twitter, uh, a couple people I follow isolated a couple plays where he just got, I mean, it looked like JV against varsity, right? It really didn't look close here. So uh, Tebow mania, Pritch, uh, I don't, unless he's, unless he, they hang, they keep him around urban Meyer as like a, you know, a spy to keep an eye on the locker room. First year coach. I don't see him making the roster. That was pretty, that was rough as debut at tight end. Tim Matador uh, Tebow uh, right there. Uh, yeah, he threw some Matador blocks out there for sure. Um, how about uh, Trey Lance? You mentioned about him and a rookie of year situation. Uh, the guy looks apart, doesn't he? Uh, the deep ball too. I, I think w- when you look at Kyle Shanahan and he goes back to that Super Bowl and, and the deep ball that Garoppolo missed in the Super Bowl that would have sealed victory. Uh, he unveils that in the preseason game and he shows that Trey Lance can make a play like that. Yeah. Trey Lance was pretty impressive, Pritch. You know, he only goes, I think he's uh, what was he? Five of 14. So not a great completion percentage, but 128 yards through a touchdown, no picks. Also, this guy hasn't played a game in what, two years. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, getting the rust off, getting back into the swing of things. I think there's a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, upside here with Trey Lance, who uh, is, was kind of the wild card. You know, no one really expected him to go third overall member. When we were doing shows around the draft. It was Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Right. And then the day of the draft, it shot up to Trey Lance. So I think that maybe was a Shanahan thing. Like late, he decided Trey Lance, you know, the upside is, is way too much to, to give up here. Pritch. Uh, we'll have a full breakdown coming up here, but you still do have Jimmy G uh, favored to be the week one starter uh, and take the first snap of week one. Jimmy G is minus 350. That's a 78% implied probability. Trey Lance is plus 250. Um, obviously, the, the rookie of the year odds have shot up here with Trey mm-hmm. Lance. We'll get to it in a second. Uh, but I just, I still think as a 49ers fan, you have the best of both worlds. You have Jimmy G, who's got a great win loss record uh, and who's deserving of probably starting the year off. And then if he struggles or gets hurt, he's gotten hurt quite a bit in his career. You got a rookie that looks pretty good behind him. So I think Shanahan. Uh, he's been back and forth, Rich, but I think he's in a good spot here, starting with Jimmy G minus 350 and going to Lance when he needs him. A Hall of Famer John Lynch, as, as a Hall of Fame player, now GM for the San Francisco 49ers, said that uh, he thinks it's Jimmy's job, but he feels that Trey Lance is pushing him. But it's going to be the final say is going to go down to Kyle Shanahan and what he wants and what he believes or who he believes will be the best quarterback for that offense. Yeah, and Pritch, we're still seeing, uh, I think, what is it, San Fran minus seven and a half at Mr. Bite Your Kneecaps there with Detroit. So uh, will that go to seven? Will it go to eight? We'll have to see. But I think you start with Jimmy G. It's nice to have Lance in your back pocket. Right. Campbell with some clock management issues already, huh? 
Brutal? Brutal. Okay. Took my money line bet, Fred. Yeah, I know. I hear you. You think they improved from Patricia? They might have gotten worse. <laughs> they might have gotten worse. Off and rolling, Josh. We got some impressions to get to about week one in preseason. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the Strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. Uh, so, Josh, as betters, what can we take from week one? What, have, what can we learn? What can we implement to help us cash tickets? Moving on to week two uh, in the NFL preseason. So, for instance... Justin Fields played well, right? Uh, so the joint practice situations, he lit up the Dolphins. He had four touchdowns against the Dolphins. So when he got into the game, he was going to be highly confident. Uh, so looking at that situation, and, and not surprised to me that we saw a good effort from Justin Fields. So you look at the Cardinals as they played uh, the Cowboys. And the, the Cowboys with the Dak Prescott situation, Josh, uh, they're, they're going to have to manage that and figure that one out. Um, but the Cardinals defeat the Cowboys on that field goal, 19-16, with Prater. <laughs> I mean, the guy's a, a veteran kicker out there. Uh, so what did you make of that situation, your impressions uh, of those that game, too? Yeah, so I think starting with the, the Cowboys and and, uh, and the Cardinals here, Pritch, you know, that was another line move situation where we did see, I think the Cardinals were like minus one, minus two. They got up to minus three late or close there. But that was another sharp under. That was, I think it was a 40 down to a 38. So that under move. So that's something to keep an eye out moving forward. Obviously with Dak, we're, we're still waiting to see, you know, it sounds like he is going to practice again. Pritch, I got to catch up on hard knocks. I got that DVR. <laughs> so I'll see the, uh, the latest episode tonight. Um, but one thing I'm looking at with Justin Fields, you mentioned Justin Fields. Pritch, I'll, I'll let you know. There's a conversation in New England here. I was listening to talk radio, getting ready for the show today. Whether the Patriots made a mistake mm. not grabbing Justin Fields, not tr- not trading up for Justin Fields. You know, it could have been only a, you know maybe a second, third rounder to move to move up a uh, to move up a few spots there with Mac Jones and uh, in, in letting you know kind of saying, hey, let's hope he drops to us. So that's interesting to me. But I would say with Justin Fields, he is a Week One starter QB competition odds that have moved since his debut, and he mm-hmm. looked really good running the ball, throwing the ball, uh, being elusive there. And it's also a big guy. I think he's like 230, Pritch. He's, you know, pretty solid guy, pretty solid kid, not just a a running quarterback, but uh, good stature there as well. But Justin Fields did move up from plus 350 to uh, to plus 190. So you still have Andy Dalton minus 250 to start the week one game there. However, Fields is closing the gap here a little bit. That could be uh, something to keep an eye on moving forward. I still think the bears want to start with the veteran. And again, mm. I lean to all veterans mm-hmm. in these QB competition odds over the young player. Uh, but that, that is, that is uh, the gap is narrowing there with Justin Fields. And I'd also say Pritch Buffalo, Chicago, Saturday, one o'clock at soldier field. You're going to see more Justin Fields, big move to the bears. The bears open minus two, they're all the way up to minus four and a half. So that's another, uh, another big move there to Chicago in their next game. Yeah, we'll get to more of a quarterback discussion about who should play and who shouldn't because uh, Andy Dalton does does not have the escapability like Justin Fields has. Those would have been sacks out there. Uh, and then playmaking ability. I don't know why you, you don't start the clock on Justin Fields if you're the Bears. You traded up to get him. Uh, what, he's going to only get better when he plays more. Uh, what's the advantages of playing Andy Dalton first in, in week one? Yeah, I think it's just maybe – I don't want to say scared coaching, but just you feel as a coach – you know, week one, the, the lights are bright. I want to start with a veteran who knows what he's doing versus, versus a young kid. Right. But I agree with you, Pritch. I think if you're the Bears, 
number one, your offensive line has been an issue forever. They signed Jason Peters, who, mm-hmm. uh, Pritch, he's got to be close to 40. You guys still <laughs> hanging around. They, that tells you they need him on the line, though. And I think, you know, a scrambling quarterback like Fields can make your line look a little bit better where, you know, if, if Andy Dalton's got, you know, in a quarterback, uh, you know, a shotgun and, and, you know, the walls are caving in, he gets sacked, your line looks terrible. If Fields sees him closing in, you know, scoots up and, you know, runs for 12 yards, he makes the line look a little bit better. So that's something to, you know, uh, monitor moving forward. Fields is closing the gap. I right. still think it's Dalton, but I'm with you, Pritch. Uh, if I was Nagy and I was the Bears, I'd say Justin Fields, you're our guy. We moved up to get you. Let's start the clock week one. I just don't think they're going to do it. I know. It's uh, it's crazy to think about because if the Bears had the number one overall pick, Justin Fields would be starting. Uh, well, they would probably <laughs> draft to Trevor Lawrence. But uh, but the point being, okay, he's your number one draft choice. Then you, you should play him. I, I don't know why you need to uh, give this guy a timeout before the season even starts to, to make sure he's going to be okay. See, Josh, to me, that's part of the evaluation when you select a guy, number one overall, that he's ready for that moment right now. That's why you select him. Also, you don't want to stunt a young kid's development. Like, if he's going to get better by playing, then, hey, let's just let this, let's ride this thing out. And I would say, too, Pritch, they're still plus seven, the Bears, Sunday Night Football okay. at the Rams. That thing isn't going to seven and a half. Maybe a little respect there for the Bears getting a touchdown. Yeah, there's a bit more to just getting your feet wet in the National Football League. I think if you have a guy that's ready for that moment, put him in there. We'll continue with our impressions week one NFL preseason. That's coming up next. that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time to consider the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. The guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college guide. Reserve your copy or sign up for the VSIN All Access to get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, taking impressions from week one uh, and trying to implement those in week two as we look ahead. Uh, we got Tennessee against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady got sacked. Your guy got sacked in week one of the NFL preseason uh, against Cincinnati. I mean, any sounding the alarms here for Tampa Bay and that offense? Uh, not yet, Pritch. I'm not ready to go that far, but I'm with you. You know, again, you're playing a lot of these young guys, and we know with Brady, I'm actually surprised he even took any snaps there. I would think, yeah. you know, you kind of give him the Aaron Rodgers treatment and just say, hey, I'll see you week one. But uh, I think, you know, Brady's a gamer. He probably wants to get in there for a few series, especially you know after you got his knee cleaned up a little bit here and uh, you want to get off on the right foot. So I, I, I definitely respect that. Uh, but Pritch, you know, one thing I would look at with Tennessee Tampa Bay, uh, looks like ten, it looks like, um, you know, a little bit of money coming in here possibly on Tennessee getting the points because a lot of these books open around minus three Tampa Bay. They're down to two and a half. So we have seen a couple system matches and this is a Saturday game, 7 30 PM, where if you look at these dogs, dogs with a line move in their favor, especially short dogs, three or less with a line move in their favor in the preseason, they're about 56% ATS. So uh, could be a situation again, where do you see a lot of Tom Brady? Again, I would hold them out. I would say Kyle Trask, you know, all these guys, I want to see what I got with Kyle Trask. I would use this 
because once the season starts, you know, as long as Brady's healthy mm -hmm. and, you know, father time is still knocking on his door, but he, he's not opening that door, Pritch. You don't expect these guys to get much time. I would give it a lot to Trask here, a guy you drafted higher than I think some people may have expected there. Uh, and I think it was, what was it, second round, late second round, Pritch. Um, but move to Tennessee here. I'm looking at Tennessee if you can still find a three key number. Looks like the Titans plus the points could be a value play. Trask didn't play very well. Um, I, I think the whole notion of trying to fight complacency too, because we heard Bruce Arians talk about that. B.A. talked about, okay, uh, we are going to play our starters. Everybody's going to play. Now, when you see Tom Brady take a sack against the backups of the Bengals, don't sound the alarms, but still more work to do here. Yeah, so I think, you know, we talked about it before. Bruce Arians was really mad at his team and said, you know, we're not doing anything right. We got to uh, get, you know, get everything back in the in the right direction. You know, that was kind of a motivational type thing where I actually think that's a kind of a win-win, a, a good thing where you're not going to just rest on your Super Bowl ring and, you know, think back to last year, you turn the page and kind of get these guys uh, trying to go in the right direction. But uh, one thing too, Pritch, that I would mention is uh, the Bengals spot there. You know, mm -hmm. like if you see Bengals bucks in any kind of game, you're like, give me the bucks. They're going to roll there. But one thing we see kind of these hazmat type plays in the preseason is um, when the spread is six or higher, it's very rare. You know, almost all preseason games are like a three one way or the other, you know, minus three plus three plus two and a half. You know, it's, it's really low numbers. And because these are competitive games where uh, they're really typically very close when you get anything plus six or more in the preseason since 2014, those dogs getting those dog points, I think it's about 58% ATS. So, uh, also, if you go uh, dog that missed the playoffs versus a team that made that also matched there with the Bengals, it just means way more to the Bengals than it does uh, a team like Tampa Bay, who you know just has way bigger fish to fry in the long run. So a couple things to keep an eye on moving forward. Biggest takeaway there is big numbers. Getting six or more in a preseason game, Pritch, mm -hmm. value sake alone, uh, it's hard not to grab the points in a game that doesn't matter too much. Okay, another big edge uh, all over the place. Raiders uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. Raiders take care of business 20-7 to at home. First time for the Black Hole in Allegiant Stadium. That place was going to be juice. We knew that. Uh, and then the experience of Nathan Peterman being with uh, Coach Gruden for a while. He pretty much played the whole game right there. Uh, and then also the competition throughout the roster. There's a lot of jobs up for grabs with the Raiders, Josh, uh, and they, they've created this competition culture. Uh, so you saw that passion and you saw that edginess uh, from the Las Vegas Raiders as they play the Seahawks. Yeah, and this is something that we've really got to lean into as information-based, uh, all trying to be sharp guys here, but in the preseason, um, the way different coaches handle it. We talk about it all the time, but it bears repeating. John Gruden, now 19-8 and eight ATS, 71% mm -hmm. uh, in the preseason. A guy that takes it seriously, wants to win, wants to do well. He's right up there with Harbaugh, Zimmer, uh, and Pete Carroll there as the, as the four best coaches ATS in the preseason. Uh, and Pritch, I'm already looking at this Vegas Raiders at the Rams, the next game here. This is a game that I actually already bet because I think even though it's very early, I, I, I kind of see the way this line is moving, in particular with the with the total, Pritch, because a lot of these books open 37, uh, a total here between the Raiders and the Rams. It's now down to 35. And this is something that we saw. And again, listen to the coaches. The coaches right. really don't have much to hide. They're telling you what they're going to do. Sean McVay has told us that he's not going to play any of his starters. You're not going to see Stafford, uh, Aaron Donald, Ramsey. You're not going to see any basically number one players here. Mm -hmm. You're going to see all backups. And uh, Michael Lombardi made a great point with that game against the Chargers, a handshake thing with his, you know, his former assistant there where we're going to play a low-scoring game. We're not going to you know, really run up the score here. I think the Rams are a team that I'm going to really target unders in the preseason. Okay. Uh, and again, so I think grabbing a 35 under now with the Rams Raiders could have value because if you put your head down, wake up in a couple days, it might be 33 and a half. Uh, and then also big move to Vegas here. Vegas opens minus three. Pritch, I'm seeing minus seven. 
I mean, wow. that's absurd. This thing is getting up there. <laughs> uh, I know Gruden's great ATS, but right. I just told you a second ago, getting six or more in the preseason is like 58%. That thing is huge. That's that's the biggest number I've seen right now, and I think it, it, it is just happening as we speak. Massive steam here to Gruden and the Raiders now minus seven after opening minus three. Well, you have a true evaluation of the Raider backups, uh, and certainly the Ram backups are probably not up to par right now. Uh, you just mentioned the frontline players are not going to play for the Rams. They have joint practices this week too, Josh. Uh, the Raiders are going out there during the week, and uh, they're going to mix it up. Uh, and those are going to be scripted. I'm, I'm sure Lombardi talked about that. Those practices are going to be scripted. And, and so you'll get an evaluation and you'll see what you want to see as coaches. Uh, and to me, if it goes well, what does that, uh, I, I guess, what does that give you in terms of what are you looking for uh, in a preseason game other than looking at and evaluating other backups before you make other cuts? So I would lean in one direction, and it's a great point by you, Pritch. we got to pay attention to who's having these joint practices. Like mm-hmm. in other situations, the Patriots and the Eagles, they're doing joint practices right now in Philadelphia. Uh, I think to me, that might benefit an under because we always talk about familiarity. Familiarity always benefits unders. Lack of familiarity always benefits overs because you don't know what to expect here. But the fact that you're going to go up against these guys you know, for a full week and then play a game, you're going to play within scrimmages and different drills. You right. kind of know what you're going up against in terms of quarterback, uh, in terms of you know defensive back, offense, defense. To me, that's why I kind of feel like I want to target, and I got to double check the data here, the targeting unders between two teams that have joint practices all week. Okay, I would look for that. But that is some steam movement right there towards the Raiders. Minus seven Uh, now. Minus seven now. Probably a home field advantage, too, out there in L.A., too, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me, me and you are going to take a trip to SoFi. Yeah, I'm actually, nice. I'm actually going out there for the game. So, Ooh, uh, yeah, I'll nice. be able to uh, have my uh, boots on the ground out there in L.A. for that matchup. Uh, Josh, when we continue to program, your socks are closing a gap on Tampa Bay. Major League Baseball is coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, you're going to love Sunday, Monday, uh, summer Mondays at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM's Money Monday Club will add a $10 free bet automatically to your account when you place a total of $50 in wagers between Monday and Sunday. Take advantage of BetMGM's boosted odds specials, unique parlay offers, daily promotions, and live betting action. Download the BetMGM app or visit BetMGM.com to be part of the Money Monday Club. Wake up to a $10 free bet every Monday just for betting $50 during the previous seven days. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, uh, it changes every weekend, really. Uh, Tampa Bay takes control, and then, okay, one week later, you see uh, the Sox are kind of surging. Tampa Bay kind of faltering a little bit, too. So, uh, this matchup, uh, is it fade the Baltimore Orioles day here with Tampa Bay? Because uh, that's a big number for Tampa Bay, minus, minus 260 at home, uh, eight and a half is the total. Yeah, and first, Rich, real quick, you know, there's a lot of optimism back in Boston again. It's, it's funny. It's You're up one day, down the other. Right. but sales back, back. And, yeah. Yeah, Schwarber <laughs> had a couple doubles yesterday, so it got a little juice now. And, uh, yeah, Red Sox now three games back of Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is still a minus 225 favorite to win uh, the American League East. Red Sox are, are plus 350, so if you think the Sox can make a move here, you're getting decent plus money. Uh, but, Pritch, for this game today, uh, I wouldn't automatically say uh, fade Harvey. You know, fade Harvey day was a, a big thing here with a lot of respected betters uh, because Harvey was just getting knocked around all year. But uh, he's been pretty decent last few starts. I think his ERA is a little bit closer to around three. Now, it's a big number here in Tampa Bay. You look at um, the Tampa Bay Rays right now around plus 250, or sorry, minus 250. They've kind of stayed exactly where they're at. It's a huge number. Uh, I could be intrigued possibly by a run line play here with Tampa Bay. Well, with Baltimore, they would be a super contrarian spot, road division dog, high total. I'm not really interested in betting Baltimore either. Pritch, my play here is actually taking the over. Uh, Typically, I do like to go unders in domes or closed roof stadiums because the perfect conditions basically benefit the pitchers. The ball doesn't travel. But I think this is kind of a sneaky over opportunity. A lot of these books open nine, got down to eight and a half, and a lot of these eight and a halves went quickly back up to nine. If you can find an over eight and a half here, 
with Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Uh, I made a, a small wager on that one, the over eight and a half. Pritch, a couple things here. Um, look at Baltimore, Tampa Bay, both positive to the over this year. Baltimore 61 and 54 to the over. Tampa Bay 65 and 50 to the over. And then also, uh, they've gone over in five straight head-to-head matchups here between Baltimore and Tampa Bay. So I don't really want to lay a huge number with Tampa. Mm-hmm. I also am not confident Baltimore is going to win. My play here is let's get nine runs, find an over eight and a half. That's what I'll be sweating in that matchup. All right. I like that uh, play to the over in that matchup. Uh, how about Atlanta, uh, who is now in first place uh, in that division, uh, taking on Miami. Uh, they are on the road uh, at minus 160, Josh. Eight and a half is the total in the game. Yeah, Pritch, I don't want to jinx it, but uh, we're not there yet, but it pays to listen to betting across America. You and I were talking about the Atlanta Braves last week about, you know, we had everyone saying, hey, the Mets are in first, but that's the Phillies. The Phillies are right on their heels. The, the Phillies are going to catch them. You and I were looking at Atlanta like plus 400 a, week, a month ago or you know a couple weeks ago. Atlanta is now a plus 115 favorite to win that division. Phillies plus 150, Mets plus 275. Pritch, I'm going to lay with the Braves tonight. I like this spot here. Uh, Tuki Toussaint, uh, by the way, great name, one of the best baseball (laughs) names I've heard in a while, uh, against Garrett, a lefty for Miami. I like this for a couple reasons. Number one, line movement. This thing open, Braves minus 135 on the road. It's completely shot up all the way to minus 160. So that's a big, big steam move there on a road team. Uh, You look at steam 15 cents or more on a team off a win, 204 and 135, 60.2%. Also, Pritch, uh, Braves in this spot. 42 and 36 uh, as a favorite Miami 30 and 50 as a dog. Also going up against a lefty for Miami, this kid Garrett uh, Braves are 18 and 12 against lefties. They got a pretty good uh, lineup here against left-handers. The other thing I like Pritch Atlanta's hot. Uh, Atlanta's won uh, 10 of their last 12 Mm -hmm. now in first place, Miami, even though they are just coming off a sweep against the Cubs, who I think the Cubs are going to be a team to bet against down the stretch here. Um, To me, this is a spot where you're getting a surging Atlanta team with a big steam move in their favor. I'm going to lay it with Atlanta here uh, in Miami. Yeah, I mean, I love the fact that they're highly competitive. Uh, I thought they lost some swag when Acuna went down, but not really. Uh, They're one of the hottest offenses in in the game right now. They really are. And some of their trades, again, you got to tip your cap to their GM. They could have easily, when Acuna went down, uh, and he had 24 homers when he mm-hmm. went down. I mean, he was on pace for probably 50 homer season. Uh, it stinks because he's one of the young studs of MLB that you really want, uh, you know, to showcase and, and grow the sport here. But Pritch, their GM in Atlanta, you know, picks up a guy like Jorge Soler, who a couple of years ago had 40 home runs with Kansas City. Uh, getting Jock Peterson, Riley and Freeman as a 3-4 right. combo have been really, really good. And Ozzy Albies hitting leadoff. So if you can get Charlie Morton to continue to be your ace, you got some of these other pitchers. Uh, who've been pretty decent, Max Freed starting to turn it on. To me, the Braves are a team that no one's talking about, really. But now they're in first place. I could see them uh, really ripping off some wins here and making this thing interesting. Tuki Toussaint, that's the name? Tuki. Okay, Tuki. That's our guy. <laughs> okay. okay <laughs> Not Tuki and Sam, Pritch, but right. Tuki. No, because I thought Monty Montgomery was a unique name. Because, okay, oh, isn't, isn't Monty like the nickname for Montgomery, right? There's, Ooh, there's a, yeah, that is true. Yeah, there was a player. I think it was with the Saints. His name was Monty Montgomery. And I thought Ooh, that was hilarious. French, <laughs> I'll throw this one at you. Uh, one of the all-time baseball names, Stubby Clap. Yep. Stubby Clap. <laughs> yeah. <my> okay. <laughs> that one is unique as well. How about the Mets uh, and the Giants? Now, the Mets could be shell-shocked after that game against the Dodgers. They're going to go on the road against the Giants, one of those teams uh, in Major League Baseball this year. The Giants minus 200 uh, at home, eight and a half to total. Yeah, Pritch, sky's falling a little bit here for the for the uh, the Mets. You know, they were a guy, they were a team that were in first place much of the year, really just are, are falling apart at the wrong time right now with the Phillies and the Braves 
uh, pretty much overtaking them. But Rich, th- I'll put this game in the category of I'm not going to outsmart myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet San Francisco Giants here tonight. I like this G-Men play. Number one, they opened minus 175 at home. Pretty decent size favorite. Steamed up all the way to minus 200. I see some minus 210s out there. So a lot of movement uh, towards San Francisco in this one. They're 12 and three, their last 15. And believe it or not, San Fran, best record in baseball. Uh, they're the first team to cash their over win total, Pritch. Their win total was 75 and a half. Would have been nice if you took that over. You know, you cash in a win total, you know, on the, the 16th of August here. You don't have to sweat it the rest of the way. Uh, but San Fran, best record in baseball. They are officially a favorite. Remember for a lot of shows, Pritch, we did, even though they were in first, the Dodgers were still a small favorite to win the division. Not anymore. Odds makers are starting to really respect San Fran. They're minus 135 to win the NL West plus 375 to win the NL pennant, plus 800 to win the World Series. But aside from this huge move on San Fran Pritch, moving up, you know, 25, 30 cents in their favor, non-division home favorite, 61.3% this year. If you're a favorite of 200 or more coming off a win, you're 73% this year. And San Fran been great at home as a home favorite, 30, uh, 33 and 11 as a home favorite, and 4018, the best record in baseball as a home team. The other thing I like, Pritch, mm-hmm. baiting teams after Sunday night baseball. Uh, this has been a scheduling spot that's been tough if you play on Sunday night baseball, you know, everyone else has day games. You got to wait late. You have a late start. And then when you're done, you got to now take a cross country uh, flight here from New York all the way to San France. That's a tough scheduling spot for the Mets. Uh, I'm going to go Gosman here on the bump. who has yeah. been really good. He's in the Cy Young conversation. I think he's like plus 700, something like that. Uh, but give me San Fran around minus 200, risking your one unit, trying to get a half unit back. Yeah, the Mets uh, can think about that butt whipping too from the Dodgers all the way across country as they play the Giants there. Another tough matchup there for the Mets. I don't know if you have a play on this game. I, I want your thoughts, though, and, and maybe perhaps some betting angles because uh, we thought – after the all-star break, we, we actually noticed all the big numbers for the Yankees because of the moves that they made. And so the big numbers continue. They're minus 270 at home against the Angels, Josh. Uh, two, uh, 270 there in that game. Eight and a half is the total uh, for the Yankees at home. Yeah, Pritch, I actually took a, an opportunity on the run line here with the Yankees. I like this matchup with Garrett Cole coming off the COVID list, mm-hmm. uh, who had he, with COVID protocols, had to test negative. He's been out here for a bit. But I think getting a bit of a breather and, and resting your arm for, you know, a week and a half, two weeks, I think that's a good benefit for Garrett Cole, a guy who trying to get his name back in the Cy Young conversation in the AL. Lance Lynn is now uh, the odds-on favorite here. But what I like about the Yankees, Yankee spot here, Pritch, it's too high of a number for me to lay a minus 280 in a baseball game. Just you're not betting trust, not bet to win. You're not right. getting enough back. You're assuming too much risk. It's really not worth it. But I do like a run line spot. If you're going to bet the Yankees, I think you're taking the minus one and a half. Uh, you know, the updated number here, Pritch, I can find it for you. Minus one and a half, minus 135. So mm-hmm. not a bad uh, play there. But big move to the Yankees. This open minus 230, all the way up to minus 280. This would be a, a home division dog or home non-division favorite uh, with a good move in their favor. And I also think that matchup Cole against Suarez uh, against the Halos definitely benefits New York. So I'm not going to lay the 280, but I did take a shot, win by two or more Yankee Stadium with Cole on the bump, only laying around a minus 135. Yeah, Cole coming back, I mean, so many angles. I mean, you can look at the first five, you can look at player props as well, but uh, I agree with you on this one. Just too much of a hefty price to lay for the Yankees, even though they're surging. But a good spot for Cole, though, because he's coming back rested uh, with an offense that's uh, raking right now. You're exactly right, Pritch. And again, if I'm going to go, you know, run lines in these spots, I want it to be a non-division home favorite because we've seen these non-division home favorites do very well this year, around 62%. You don't have to worry about that divisional dog type angle where in these division games, it benefits the dog. 
you know, Yankees LA, they don't play a lot. They're in d- different divisions. So the lack of familiarity, especially going up against a guy, Garrett Cole, that that Yankee or that, or that uh, Halos roster hasn't seen too much. I think it's an added benefit there. So big line move. It's too much to lay on the regular money line. Mm-hmm. That's why to me, it's more appealing on the run line minus one and a half. Okay. Rockies are at home against the Padres. Padres, um, uh, Tatis is back in that lineup uh, playing in outfield. How about that? So Padres on the road minus 125. Sensatella and the Rockies at home has been decent. Uh, Josh, what do you think? 13 is the total. So I'm going to take a shot on Colorado, Pritch. I'm going to make you happy in this one. I like this uh, Colorado spot. Believe it or not, Colorado's been really good at home. They're uh, they're terrible on the road, as yeah. we know. But at home, 38-21. and 21. Mm-hmm. Pritch, that's really good for this the Colorado Rockies at home. But, but it's not just a home play. It's just a spot where everyone's been in San Diego, yet the Padres open minus 135. They're down to minus 130. Yep. Move toward Colorado. And then Pritch, you ready for some runs? Oh, total open 12. It's all the way up to it's 13. up to 13. I know. I know. Crazy. I almost want to play that. It'll sail over. It usually does. Okay. Field. All right. Yeah, I know. Uh, they fly. In. Plus, Tatis back in the lineup uh, always helps out for the Padres. Down, uh, done with uh, hour number one. We're going to get to hour number two with the NFL deep dive into the Arizona Cardinals. It's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.